Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Deep End. My name is Bryce, and I know I haven't been uploading episodes for a while, but that is because I have not really been feeling well, so my voice was kind of shot, and I really just didn't have it in me to record an episode, but now I feel a lot better, and I can finally come on here and get the podcast going again. Now, today... We are covering one of the uh, one of one of the biggest sports mysteries in sports, I guess. And you might be asking what that is, but you probably won't be. But you probably aren't because you have already seen the title. The title, if I can talk today, we are covering the two thousand one two thousand two playoffs, the Western Conference Finals. The Sacramento Kings versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, many people think this series was rigged for the Lakers to win. And personally, even though I am a Lakers fan and a big Kobe fan, big Shaq fan, I also think it was rigged for the Lakers. But before we get into that, a quick word from our sponsor. Okay, back to the mystery. But before that, I know I'm... Postponing this a lot. I'm sorry, guys. But I am trying to create merchandise for you guys, like hats, t-shirts, hoodies. So if you guys want that to be created, uh, make sure you guys are listening to the whole ep- to all of the episodes, the whole episode. Um, and if you click on an episode, if you click on the title in Spotify on my podcast and you go to the description, there should be a little button um labeled Seymour you want to hit that and then at at the bottom there should be a link now if you click that link it it will take you to my little website it'll show you the platforms that my podcast is on and uh you can send me voice messages that I can put on my podcast but there's also a tab called support and i have set up this thing called listener support now i you don't have to i really am i really will be fine i'm happy that i even get to do this and people are even watching my podcast in the first place but i'm just letting you guys know if you want the quality of the deep end to get better and see some merch um you can donate monthly to uh the podcast you can donate a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month. So, really, not that much. Um, and if you guys want to, I will be so happy. And if you don't want to, I'll still be happy because thank you for just listening to the podcast in general. But now, sorry for that. We can hop into the episode. Sacramento Kings versus Los Angeles Lakers playoffs mystery. I think one of the biggest mysteries in NBA history, one of the biggest mysteries in sports history. Now, looking at this series, we have to understand that Los Angeles is one of the biggest, one of the biggest markets for the NBA, if not the biggest. So it would make sense, right, for the NBA to sort of fix a playoff series 
to one of their biggest markets so they can make more money selling tickets and get better ratings from one of their biggest markets. And the Lakers go to the finals and they get a game seven on that Kings-Lakers series. And keep in mind, Sacramento is in California and California in general is one of the NBA's biggest markets. So it would be great for the Kings and Lakers to go on a Game 7, right? Right. The first thing we have to cover is the Game 6. Game six. This foul. In Game 6, the Mike Bibby foul on Kobe. Now, I love Kobe. In my opinion, best player of all time. My favorite player of all time. But when you look at this at this clip, Goldie literally elbows Micah Bibby. I'm sure it wasn't on purpose, but it's still a foul. He elbows Mike Bibby, and Mike Bibby has to and because Mike Bibby just got elbowed, he is holding on to Kobe, trying to guard him, and he falls down. And they call a foul on Mike Bibby. Which would have been a foul on Mike Bibby if he already hadn't gotten fouled by Kobe. Now you see. Although what Mike Bibby did was a foul, it wouldn't have happened if Kobe didn't foul him. The ref was standing, I want to say, maybe five or ten feet from this. Literally watched this happen. It was like, oh, foul on Mike Bibby. <laughs> like, ah. And this is only one of many questionable calls during this entire series. Not only for the not only for the Lakers side either. The Kings got plenty of questionable calls as well, which is something that most people don't look over, but we're talking about game six and seven, which are the influential parts of this theory. And in game six, Lottie Divac who is who was a major player for the Kings, a great center, although he literally invented flopping, and that's kind of all he did. Um, he was a great center, he was great in the post, and he was actually not that bad at guarding Shaq, something they needed. He fouled out pretty early into game six. Same with Scott Pollard. The best defender on the Kings, who, when Divac fouled out, had to guard Shaq. And guess what happened? Pollard fouled out. And you can tell Pollard wasn't even hack-a-shacking Shaq. It's a mouthful. But he wasn't even doing anything. He was playing amazing freaking defense, and so was Divac, and they fouled out? And they fouled out a collective three times in the series. Two from Divac, one from Pollard. Two of the best players on the Kings fouled out a collective of three times. Two in game six. Which is the main driving point for this theory, game six. Like, uh If that doesn't raise some red flags you guys i don't know what will but this might Shaq himself almost shot as many free throws 
as the as the entire Kings team in Game Six. Now you might be thinking, Hackashack, but remember what I just said: Scott Pollard and Divock weren't Hackashacking Shack. If you go back and look at the footage, the refs were just calling anything. Scott Pollard took one step, fell. Vladi Divock jumped. Vladi Divock tried to take a charge on Shack, fell. Like, and plus, after Shaq went 13 for 17 that game, 13 for 17 from the line, from Shaquille O'Neal, I feel like that in the middle of that, when he's making practically all of his free throws, you would try to stop hacking Shaq, because he's in the game right now. If you foul him, he's still going to knock them down. So you should probably stop fouling him, right? Right. That's what Pollard and Divock did. But the ref still called fouls. The Kings only shot 23 or 24 free throws. While, the late, while Shaq himself shot 17. That means that the Lakers probably shot like three times more free throws than the Kings did. Which is, which also points towards another rigged series, the Heat Mavericks, but we'll get to that later. Um, Now, after the series, the Lakers won. The Lakers went on to the finals, went on to sweep the Nets, 4-0. And the scandal was never really talked about ever again. Until it was. See, even an NBA ref came out and said that the series was fixed. Who might this ref be, you asked? Tim Donahue. Same man who fixed the Mavericks Heat series when Shaq was on the team. Same guy. Saying that another series was fixed by the NBA. Again. Miami is in Florida. Miami and Florida in general. NBA, big market. Big market, you see? The NBA doesn't care They don't care about the players. They only care about how much money they're making and their ratings. So, we have the really we have to focus on what the NBA would be doing in these type of situations with the big markets, like LA, like Sacramento, like Miami. And many people, even the NBA themselves, David Stern, disputed this call by Tim Donahue, which I think should point even more towards the probability of this series being fixed, which it probably was. Now, the NBA also probably fixed Game 7, for the Lakers, fix game six for the Lakers to force a game seven. Therefore, 
more money, more ratings, because people want to see those teams play. Because young stars like Shaq and Kobe are on the rise. People want to see them play because it's fun and it's cool to watch a guy throw down slam dunks every single second and Kobe just nail shots from all over the court. It's fun. The NBA recognizes that. They're like, huh, might as well try to get the most out of this. Might as well try to make as much money as possible and get as many ratings as possible. So they fixed it so they could do that. They rigged Game 6 so they could get more money, get more ratings, get more ticket sales. Now, I know some of the re- some of the reasons I'm listing are not mainly about the game, the games themselves. That's because you see who hires the refs in the first place. The refs make the bad calls, but who hire the refs? The NBA. Who's the boss of the refs? The NBA. So if the refs were making bad calls, seemingly left and right, who do you think is telling them to do that? The NBA. David Stern. All all that upper management. Because, again, they don't care about the players. They they, They don't really care about the teams themselves. They care about how much the teams are making them. So if a team is making them a lot of money, they're going to get benefited by getting games and playoffs rigged for them. If a team doesn't make them a lot of money, they're going to be stuck and they're going to go nowhere because they aren't helping the NBA scheme of just making a ton of money and not caring about the players or the fans. Now, the Lakers were even predicted to win the finals before the season starts. That shows that people were willing to watch the Lakers because they thought that they were going to win the championship. Who doesn't want to watch a championship team? Doesn't want to watch the Nets. Doesn't want to watch the Lakers. Who doesn't want to watch the Bucks, the Suns? Who doesn't want to watch those teams? They're showtime. And that shows the NBA that if the people are saying that they're get, that the predictions uh, that the Lakers are going to win, that means the fans probably going to watch, see if that comes true. They're going to watch all the games, all the playoff series. That tells the NBA that they should try to get as many games for that team as possible. And losing in the conference finals is not as many games as possible. But winning in a game seven in the conference finals and then winning in the championship is almost as many games as possible. See? The NBA wants to... Well, no. The NBA... Fixes these games to just literally benefit themselves. Now, the players obviously get benefited with the ring and possibly getting in the GOAT discussion. But really, the main people who are getting benefited is the NBA, the upper management, David Stern. 
The refs are being controlled by the NBA. The NBA wants someone to win, even a regular season game. The refs will be like, okay, boss, make terrible calls, and that team will win. Which means more people are going to start watching that team because they have a winning record and they're doing good. People want to see that people want to see a show. People want to see a good game. So the refs will keep that going and fix it for the teams that are doing well by themselves. And then all the other teams get screwed over. So, in conclusion, yes, I think this series was rigged. I think this entire season was rigged for the Lakers all along. But we do have to look at some holes in the theory in this theory. Do although I won't cover that, you can do as much research as you want and hey, you can even send me a voice message like I was talking about and I'll put it on the show and I can listen to your opinion and I'll go, "Hey, you know, this kind of changed my view of things. Maybe the series really wasn't rigged." Or I get even more extreme in the thought that the series was rigged. So you can have your own opinions about this. That's fine. I believe the series was rigged. You don't have to. Uh, but this was a fun episode. I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't kind of enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. I had all my notes here. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, that's the end of it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember, season one is coming to an end in about maybe like a week. So stick around for that, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.